Welcome to the NRF and EHL podcast. I'm Nicole. And I'm Erin. We're sisters who are going to be talking all things life, fitness, health, and anything else random that we can squeeze into a conversation. We hope you enjoy and please share if you do. Let's get started. Hello, we are back. Um, It is the, well, we are recording into the third week of January. So, I mean, we're not doing bad. We're on episode two of 2024. So that's pretty good. Um, And today we decided that we would have a bit of a Q&A kind of catch up with Nicole. See, that seems weird because I'm like saying with Nicole, Nicole's right here. But anyway, um, <laughs> about, about, about Studio NRF, how it's going, what the plans are. Because obviously we did do a podcast when you first announced that you were opening the studio and you kind of talked about what your plans were. But it also was like pretty much derelict at that point when we were talking about it. Yeah, it was though, wasn't it? Like you hadn't, you had, you weren't like it wasn't ready to go. The shell, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, I just thought it. Well, we thought it would be interesting to have a catch up, see how it's going, what your favorite parts are, what your least favorite parts are. I don't know. <laughs> toilets, um, and yeah, just see how it's going. So, my first question to you is, how has it been since you opened? Uh, busy. Um, no it's been amazing so we opened on the 23rd of October so we are now into our third full month yeah um and yeah it's been great I it's better than I could have hoped for at the beginning it's much busier than I could have hoped for and I'm really really grateful for kind of where it's at right now yeah um we started with a kind of class timetable I've changed that up now for January so we're on we've got more classes now than we did when we started how many is that that you're running a week then or is it not 13 13 so 13 hours of classes and then like yeah we have a morning a 6 15 a.m and a 6 15 p.m class Monday to Thursday and we have a 6.15, and they're always the same. So, like, Monday's morning and evening is the same, Tuesday's the same, blah, blah, blah. Then we have a Friday 6.15 a.m. class and a 9.30 a.m. class. And then there's three baby classes a week mm-hmm. and a weekend boot camp every other week. Yeah, so. which I can um, uh, vouch for girls I did that I did the Christmas one um when I came up to visit Nicole and Jed and pop <laughs> is the only way like it I obviously I don't exercise like that like that regularly um I put my girls through things like that in my studio but I don't do that um wow we it was like it was it was so tough but it was unreal like it was so good and the space is so much fun and there's so much room to move around and you've got so much kit. And as some of the girls, um, like, or guys who are listening to it might have seen on your Instagram, like you've got more kit delivered last week. Like you're kind of like upping the game all the time and like adding things in as best you can. But there is one human behind this. (laughs) Yeah, I am trying to make it happen. By Fridays, one human is a little bit dead (laughs) yeah I a lot dead actually but I am buzzing with how it's going and like Erin said I have already added more kit and I'm really pleased with that and I think that 
I want I don't want it to ever feel like stagnant or stale like I want to keep making it better and not just be like oh yeah it's working it's fine like I want it to be the best that it can be so yeah more kit more classes uh really busy with PT clients I've got yeah some absolutely incredible women coming to the studio and training really hard and getting fitter and stronger we've done a challenge in January as well Mm-hmm. A lot of women signed up to. Uh, we did the boot camp and brunch before Christmas. So that was like a special edition of the Saturday workout. That's the one that Erin came to. And we had a big, big workout and then a brunch. Big, the big brunch. Afterwards, we had a Christmas night out. Uh, we've got plans for a nutrition workshop in. I'm going to say February. I haven't set the date yet, but February. So, like, it's really important to kind of say, like, that I, you've definitely achieved. And I would, I would say that, like, achieved, not like you are achieving. Like, you've achieved the community, creating the community side of it that you wanted to, the in-face, like, pers- um, person-facing community side of it. Because, obviously, you have a great community online with your coaching clients. But, like, the community is definitely growing in person, which is, you know... Yeah, I already had some absolutely amazing girls that came to my classes. Having your own hub, like one place. So yeah. they obviously made the kind of basis of the start of it in the studio, but it has grown massively. Um, and the feedback that I get is that people feel really comfortable and really welcomed. And that's exactly why one that's really important to me because so often that isn't the vibe that you get when you go into that kind of environment so I really want it to feel friendly and you know you could come in there one of my clients said to me the other day she's a PT client and she said that she loves watching the stuff on my stories because it shows her that anybody's kind of welcome like doesn't matter what age you are it doesn't matter what fitness level you are it doesn't matter what you're wearing like you can come in a sports brand shorts if you want you can come in an oversized baggy t-shirt and leggings if you want like I don't care I want you to come I want you to feel comfortable and I want you to work hard and enjoy the session um and build your confidence and it doesn't matter where you're at what your starting point is or even what you want to achieve as long as you want to show up and you want to work hard within your own capabilities and everyone is so friendly. Like, I am really lucky. Like, all of the women that step through the doors are really supportive of each other. It's a really lovely, empowering environment. And I love that. Yeah. So, I'll kind of on that, like, what is what is your favourite kind of, like, part of the studio? What's really hard is I know what your answer will be. It will be the clients. That would be your answer. The clients, the beamen who come through the door, because that is the, that is your favorite part, and I get that. But like, as you as coach of Studio NRF, what is your favorite part? What get what you gain from it? Like, what's your favorite part that you're gaining from it? That's actually a really hard question. Um, I suppose that changes every day. Like, I without saying what you told me I was going to say, but I really love that I work with so many different women. Mm -hmm. So, and, and every hour is different as well. Like I have obviously the classes and that's like really high energy and a lot of shouting my head off and encouraging people and being like 
it's really like loud and the music's loud and it's really vibey. Um, and then there's like one-to-one -one clients and I get to know them on quite a personal level and we have quite like in-depth conversations about all different parts of life and that's really lovely and I love that people put their trust in me and tell me things and often is like you know a, a space for them to get stuff off their chest as well yeah. getting the session in and then I've got small groups which are absolutely crackers and always do not fail to kind of cheer me up if I'm like yeah. at that point um they because I think obviously the difference between a small group PT and a class is that it's the same girls every week and there's only six of them yeah. so they get to know each other much better yeah, and, yeah yeah you know we haven't got the music on full wax so they actually speak to each other and it's like a bit silly and a laugh whilst they're getting their training done and okay. stuff and I love that and I love the like funny relationships and stuff that they build yeah. so yeah I think the the different things that I get from the clients and it is always different it is the flip side of that is that it is like my social battery by the end of the week oh my god yeah no I know exactly what you mean it's like, like you are literally you give everything to everything those people so I'm at the moment between my classes and my face-to-face -face clients doing between like 38 and 42 hours face-to-face -face. without obviously the actual running of a business the podcast the coaching you know all of the other stuff that goes with it that is a lot of time to either be at your highest energy point for 13 of those hours teaching classes or taking on people's stories and and lives and and listening to all of that information and you know having a laugh and all of this obviously a lot across very long days I think when you then get home in the evening you're like oh I've got nothing left to give and what I am very conscious of is that to the best of my ability I want to give every person across the week the yeah. same version of me yeah, yeah, yeah same and obviously that gets harder to do as the week goes on and I I absolutely I do try my absolute best and I would hope that my clients feel they get the same service across the whole week but the effort required for me to do that gets harder like oh. on a Monday when I've had a day or two days off dependent on how the week falls I am like ready and raring to go by Thursday Friday I am having to encourage my I'm not going to say force myself because that's true I do love what I do but I am having to encourage myself to show up like my it, nine till ten client on a Friday morning she's generally my last client of the week um and she'll always go to me you can be Erin now if you need to be and I'm like <laughs> thank you sometimes I'm just like she might just go like do you need to make yourself a brew? Like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, but she sees me on a Tuesday in a class. Mm -hmm. And then she comes in as my last client of a, like of a 35 hour week facing on a Friday. And I'm like, yes, please. I need a tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, um, the, like <laughs> it is hard, but I love it though. I love that. Like, I do love that that you you do like 
I am in such a good mood when I'm with clients. Like I could be having such a bad day or like, you know, like it's just a bad day. And that could be for any reason at all. Um, Like all my pipes are frozen at work because of the weather. Um, So I've got no running water, no toilet, nothing. Well, I've got a toilet. My girls are being absolute troopers and chucking a pint of water down after themselves. Um. That was really stressing me out yesterday morning because I moved to a a less rural location to be able to not have these sorts of issues for my clients. And then that helped, can it? That's going to happen wherever you are. Yeah. And it's obviously this has happened. And like, so it was really stressing me out and I felt really, really stressed. And then I came into work like in the evening and like all the girls were so buzzing that class was on and, you know, and they're like, oh, like, I don't know, just being really, really chirpy. And I was like, yeah. No, I like it here. I'm happy. I could feel like I say I come home in the middle of the day because I've got a break from face to face and I'm doing some work or walk the dog or have some lunch or whatever. And I think, do you know what? I would love not to go back tonight. And I, I half hate to admit that on here, but also I think it's really important to hear because I think so often we're forced into saying that we're just like everything's perfect all the time and we're just buzzing to be doing the things. So I absolutely adore my studio. Uh, it was the best decision ever, both in terms of business and what it gives to me on a personal level as well, how it yeah. fills and all of those things. And my clients are absolutely amazing. Doesn't mean that I'm not absolutely exhausted and that some days it's really hard. And that's okay to say as well. Like I think we live in this world where you think that you're, not allowed to say that stuff that you like is actually tough yeah 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 like you can there the second i'm there and i'm with that person because you feed off of each other's energy as well don't you so and i start because i've got to be buzzing five minutes in and i'm i've forgotten that i didn't want to go do you know what i mean i am buzzing and then I'm, you know, talking to clients and they make me laugh. And I always say to my 8 p.m. Monday girls, which is usually my longest face-to-face day, I'm like 7 and 8 p.m. on a Monday. I'm like, they're the perfect people to have because they literally just absolutely, like I could be dead on my feet, which I often am by that point, And they just bring you up, bring me up. Yeah. Like, and that's amazing as well. So it's, drains your social battery but also like tops up at the same time it's really bizarre yeah absolutely. yeah by the time I get to the weekend I'm like I'm so glad it's January whilst I'm getting back into the swing of things because there are next to no kind of social plans and I just don't have it in me at all but yeah Um, absolutely amazing and I love it I love all the people I love the space I love that it has kind of um the I've got there's stuff I can do within it as well. Like, and I want to do put on different little events and do different things there. And we've got inquiries going out for a photo shoot and stuff like that. So that's exciting. I have also got a yoga instructor that started teaching in the studio on a Friday night, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, I just need to clone myself or bite the bullet and admit that I need a personal trainer. <laughs> Not for myself in the studio. Yeah, yeah. But so I, think, I think you are Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you're listening to this, send a CV over to <laughs> <laughs> Um. 
So I feel like you answered my next question within that because I was going to say next, like, what's your kind of like, what's the worst part of having the studio and stuff? And I feel like you answered that because you were honest in saying like, sometimes you don't want to go because you're so tired, but the good part, but your favorite part of it is the reason that you then yeah. go and then that kind yeah, of wrapped up together, which I think is so often the case, isn't it? When you talk about something that you love but something that is hard is it it all kind of gets entangled with each other and it is exhausting like I I am there before 6 a.m Monday to Friday and Monday to Thursday I finish at nine like that is that is hard you know by the time you're then home I don't eat my tea until 9 30 at night I then have a shower get into bed basically don't speak to my husband and go to sleep like the then amount of time that you have for sleep is not long yeah. enough that we would yeah and there's nothing that I can do about that you know that's just the way it is right now and this I do not want this to come across as like a woe is me kind of thing because it's absolutely my choice guys like this is what I've signed up for and I'm absolutely allowed to say I love my job I love my studio but I'm fucking tired like you yeah, are absolutely but I also do think that the kind of part that isn't seen is that, and I think it's really important to be honest, like when you are, when you have a small business of whatever kind of small business you might have, if you're listening to this, people see the kind of like shiny Instagram or the building or the whatever it is that you've got. They don't see that you are absolutely every person within that. Um your marketing, um, your marketing, your your everything you know, that goes on behind the scenes. Everything. I literally, I have actually got myself a cleaner for the studio because I, I was that person as well for the first three months. Like, you are everybody, and that means that those hours that I'm doing face to face with clients, that's not where it ends. Like, uh, it, never. It, everything else as well, which is amazing and an incredibly important part of the business, but that makes it very tiring. And I think the part as well with having your own business of any description is the, I don't want to call it anxiety because that's possibly the wrong word, but the kind of concern and worry of like, oh, well, what if a client leaves or where's the money going to come from for that? Or I have these bills, like it's like pressure. Mm-hmm. And that's a good driving force in that I think, you know, you want to make it work. So you have to show up and do what's required right. for that. But that is, that is a lot, you know, like you don't know when a client might decide to leave and then replacing that client, you know, from an income standpoint, if one of my clients says, oh, I'm not going to carry on, that's X amount of money that I was expecting towards my own bills and, you know, life. Income, yeah. That disappears, which obviously if you are a salary based role, you maybe don't understand. Yeah. And when you then have a premises to pay for that pressure or stress related to that is much higher. Yeah, so yeah. I just feel like it on the things that I, find the most difficult I guess it feels very different to me as a business now having the studio versus before being a personal trainer that worked in a gym 
Yeah, yeah. Until now, I'm. You might not get this because you've pretty much done it since day dot. So it's it's always been like this for you. But for me, it now feels like this big business. Whereas before, I felt like a self-employed personal trainer, and I've always been somebody who wanted to run my business and like not just let it run me. Like I've always been driven and wanted it to be good and all of those things. But now it feels like this actual serious thing where I'm like considering things like employing a cleaner or getting a member of staff or how am I going to pay that bill should I put the heat in on you know like all of these like mm -hmm. bigger it feels bigger now which yeah, then yeah. comes with its own pressure doesn't it so I guess it's that as well just the adjustment to the difference between what it was six months ago and what it is yeah. now because essentially it's the same business I just have my own studio now but that is it's not the same it's very very different very different yeah I think that was a very good answer, actually, Nicole, that. Um, so my final kind of question to you then, you've mentioned a couple of things, obviously, in what your plans are, but kind of what are the plans for 2024 with the studio? Have you got anything that is set in stone yet or are there just ideas floating around? Um, kind of what's next? You've opened it, it's running, it's doing great. Kind of what's next for it? Um, so I guess I will always continue to kind of look at things like this class timetable and make adjustments as I think it needs, you know, so whether that's adding more classes, changing classes, things like that, um, different events and things. I am in contact with a photographer uh, about doing a shoot in the studio. So that would obviously go out to my clients first like within my team uh, so that's exciting I am going to do a nutrition workshop next month we are currently in the midst of the challenge and I don't think that that will be the last one this year yeah that's great that's our January challenge I think we'll probably do another one maybe halfway through the year more boot camp and brunches as well I'm thinking that I want to do those kind of every quarter yeah um, maybe another event in the summer as well. So there's sort of like a summer social and a winter social. And then just see how it goes. I, I do genuinely, I'm putting this out there because I feel like that will help. I do genuinely think at some point that there needs to be another me working in there as well, you know? So that would be at it's some point this year something 200 miles is two, 200 miles is a long commute. <laughs> I know, it's such a shame. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I do think that at some point that this year that that is a move that I am probably looking to make. That, But that's that is a big, scary one. So the, all the events and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And then I'm like, give my baby to somebody else. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. That's what it is, though, isn't it? Like, you've worked yeah. so hard and, you know, it's got... it. However the most important thing to me is how it makes people feel. Like... I I know. Say you say you did live around the corner. Obviously, we would just do it together. It would be a no brainer, wouldn't it? You know, that's what we would do. But how you teach a class and how I teach a class is probably gonna. I mean, it's probably similar, but it's it's still gonna be different because we're different people. You know, yeah. and, and how you do things is gonna be different to how I do things. But it's yeah. about how it makes people feel when they walk through the door. That is the thing that I cannot lose. Like you, you, yeah, you need that, like that feeling of welcome, well, like people being welcome. That is the most important thing to me. I always want people to feel like they got a warm welcome and they want to come back. Mm -hmm. Um, So, 
yeah, that's a scary move. And I'm not sure how quickly I'll be able to make that one. How do you, how do you do it probably has to happen because I can't work 15 hour days for the rest of time. So, and how do you interview someone and go, I'm just going to leave the room and come back in. And I want to see how you make me feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do a little bit of role. No, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly it. So I, I keep hoping that somebody will just like land in my lap. Like, oh, hi. <laughs> that's probably not how it works, is it? But um, some point in the future, that is a move that will have to happen, I think. Yeah, I feel like you've got no choice on that. That's not a, that's not a maybe, that's a that's yeah. gonna happen it's just a kind of when and who and how is yeah. the is the side of that um and yeah I I am not very good at sitting back and just being like oh it's set up and it's going great so let's just leave it be I'm like what next so yeah what next I guess yeah I ordered more kit this morning <laughs> In in between my uh, sets of hip thrusts, I was like, oh, I need um, some more barbell pads because I've got more barbells now. And then whilst I was on the website, obviously. Ordered yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, your husband uh, measured, measured up mine for a shed so that I can have more kicks. I've got no room for the kit. So he was like, that's all right, mate. We'll just get you a shed outside. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you so, can have yeah. it all. We just have to store it somewhere else. Yeah. Absolutely. He's very good for stuff like that. Very handy, very handy. Just shouldn't measure things with his wedding ring. No, oh my word. If you haven't, if you don't watch Instagram stories or our Instagram stories or you happen to miss it, just very quickly before we finished, Jed tried to measure the holes in my rig by measuring errands using his wedding ring. So these like circular holes, he was like, how am I going to measure it? Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll hold my ring against it. And then if it's bigger or smaller, I'll know. And then when I get back, I can hold it against Nicole's and I'll be able to compare it. Even saying that out loud, it sounds so stupid, but he did it and he pushed it into the hole and it fell down the rig. And I'm not even joking. It went tick, 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 all the way to the bottom. And we were like, no, that has not just happened. And then the bit that we thought was hot, uh, had a hole at the bottom of it didn't. So then he'd put my rig put my rig together in March of 2023. No, yeah, March of 2023. And then he had to take it apart in December because it yeah. dropped the wedding ring. We literally had to take half of it off to tip his ring out of the bit, the leg that had fallen down. And then he went out to the van to get to the car to get his tools to undo the rig and realised that he had a tape measure. The whole time. And this, oh this, ladies and gentlemen, is the man who built Studio NRF. <laughs> yeah, he is absolutely amazing. And I am very lucky because he really is so good. But sometimes, you know, when you just think... He was only going afterwards. Man. Only oh. a man would do that. Yeah, he was going, oh, Jed, to himself. Oh, <laughs> Jed, afterwards. He knew what he did. But done. he still stands by it being a good idea. And I'm like, you don't need to be stubborn about this. It was a bad idea. Really bad idea. It was a really, really bad idea. And then he started saying, if he had a, if, but if I had a coat hanger, I could just hook it in and I'd be able to get it out, no problem. Me and Aaron were just looking at him like, just take the leg off the rig. Just I to am, like that. He kept going, Erin, mate, you just don't know how hard it's going to be to take it apart. And I'm like, 
you have dropped your wedding ring inside my kit that does not need dismantling, did not need dismantling <laughs> three minutes ago. So yeah, do you know how hard it's going to be to watch you dismantle it when it's freezing cold in here and we're supposed to be on Christmas break? <laughs> yeah. Luckily for him, it actually didn't take that long. So. No, it didn't. He's very clever and he got And it luckily for you, it was him who put it together and he does know what he's doing. So he literally just got his tools and was like, oh... Here we go again. So that's your. <laughs> so he took Erin's rig down in March. Did you move? Yeah, March. Yeah. March. They took it down in March, put it back up in March. Then he put mine up in October and he's taken Erin's down and put it back up in December. So he's had plenty of practice, guys. He's very good. Anyone would like a um, gym fitter? <laughs> Jared Walsh. Yeah. If he ever wants a change of career, maybe that's what he should do. Yeah, absolutely. The bloody pro. We are going to go. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you um to Nicole for sharing about Studio NRF. And we will probably do another catch-up kind of like midway through the year about both studios just to see where things are at and stuff, because we love to chat about it. We're both really passionate about what we do and passionate about our studios. So it's really lovely to sometimes just be able to sit and have a chit-chat about it. Um, but if you have anything, as always, that you'd like us to cover, please do let us know. Um, we are both on Instagram, um, at Erin Healthy Life and at Nicole Rebecca Fitness. So give us a follow and we will be back next week with another episode. Yeah, fabulous. Thank you so much for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye.